the college basketball experience weekend preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on uh, college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome, welcome to the college basketball experience weekend preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Gosh, I'm sweating right now. Um, the sweat is on. College basketball all day is fantastic. And right now, Nick, uh, well, I guess I'll introduce you in a second here, but UIC is beating IPFW by one with five minutes left. That's not good for me, but not good for me either. Yes. Again, that is uh, NC Nick there. So give it up for. The DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Welcome to March, man. That's what I'm saying. Getting wild already, three days in. March is here. It's been wild. We've had double digit dogs hitting left and right in these conference tournaments. ULM almost did it in, in the Sunbelt opener or this, I think uh, actually the second Sunbelt game of the day, they covered, they, they covered, win. but phew, dude, they look like for a while they were going to win outright. Um, we're not a double digit dog either, but still, still a juicy dog. Yeah. Very, very juicy dog. So uh, check. Uh, I mean, there's just, it, this is the, the time of year where it's just it's be, every, there's too much. It's almost too much going on. It's not, no, it's not, but um <laughs> Bite your tongue. This is this is my favorite month of the year. I mean, throw in all the March Madness and throw in St. Patty's too. Come on, man. Perfect. Gotta love it. And uh so I guess before you know, we're gonna go through Friday and Saturday and Sunday slate, but I will I gotta key in on some of these things that have already happened. Um Louisiana pushed for us in the Sun Belt against UTA. I can't believe they blew that cover. I, that, I geez, Louise. Had a big lead. Um Little Rock, Daryl Walker. Just when I go to talk shit, Little Rock and uh, Daryl Walker uh, w- beat South Alabama. You 
you were kind of on South Alabama being counterfeit. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, in the podcast, I said there was four teams that could potentially win it. I threw South Alabama in that mix, but I said I didn't really particularly care for them. I mean, I think they were just five and five through throughout the last ten, and and even though in the uh, preseason publications they were ranked pretty high, I didn't like what I saw pretty much all year from them. So. I'm surprised they lost this game, but I would have faded. I would have faded them the next round. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, UMass Lowell beat Hartford. I was on Hartford. Who'd you take in this one? I was on Hartford too. I mean, I was on UMass Lowell the day before against uh, New Hampshire. I lose that, so I jump off UMass Lowell, and sure enough, they win this. And you know, so. Freaking UMass Lowell. I, mean, I, I can't figure them out of late. <laughs> we touched on ULM covered against Arkansas State. I was surprised by this one. Florida Gulf Coast loses by 13 at Bellarmine. Um, FGC season is done. I thought they would get past them there, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I, I took the plus three, you know, with Dunk City. And uh, it's a tough game because I've watched uh, Bellarmine play a couple times this year, and they have a solid team, man. Uh, but Florida Gulf Coast was kind of hot coming into the uh, conference tournament. But uh, sorry, maybe there's some like third level or fourth level postseason tournament they can be in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my lock of Colgate minus fifteen and a half. They won by twenty eight. Boom! Toothpaste forever. Rounding into form at the right time. So want to know what my locks? Them, uh, yeah. Do some damage in the NCAA's. Well, almost do damage. Almost beat Tennessee a couple of years ago. They were up at half against Arkansas. Was it last year? Yeah, yeah. They're a dangerous team because they can shoot that three ball. And, and I got to touch base on some of these other ones. Uh, you know, they're not they're not done yet. So, but uh, I mean, right now Cincinnati. By the way, SMU coming back. They were down, I think, eight or nine a minute ago. It's down to a three-point game. Five minutes left. SMU is playing for their postseason lives. This is in in Dallas. They need to win this game. Right I, now, Lenardi has them as first four out. So yeah, they need to take care of business here. They got to find a way. Houston is up thirty-two points on Temple right now. Uh, wow. We we talked a little bit pre-episode. Uh, Calvin Sampson, tell me why he shouldn't be coach of the year. Yeah, I mean, you you mentioned maybe the one argument against him is that the AAC is not that great of a conference uh, this year. Maybe a little bit down, but man, just the injuries they've had and the fact that they're still blowing out teams by thirty points. I mean, solid teams like Temple too. That's what I'm saying. Temple's impressive. in fourth place in the AAC, and they're up by thirty-two points right now with four minutes so left right now. What seed is Houston? Let me take a quick look at Lenardi. They're a five seed, mm. a dangerous five seed, man. That is, that is now I'm about to lose a couple MAAC games. Sienna who I have Sienna plus two and a half. They're currently down by 20 to Niagara. Ooh. Can someone explain Niagara to me? <laughs> nope. Every there, time I lock no them up, I lose by 30 points. <laughs> But yet, <laughs> steer clear. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm also probably on the verge of losing this Marist game. I have Marist against Canisius, and Marist is down six with two minutes left. It's going to be a tough night there. Uh, Monmouth taking care of Quinnipiac, or I should say they're up by four with 40 seconds left. Penn State is hanging tough with the Illini. Shock, shock there at all, Nick? I was on the 12 and a half. 
something is not right with the Illini. I mean, they just haven't been all that impressive the last two or three weeks. So I thought it was too many points. And, and I think Penn state plays, I mean, obviously they're limited uh, Illinois to 55 points right now. They might not even clear 60. So they're playing really good defense. Uh, those, uh, Nittany, those Nittany lines are. So I was on the cover, but I am surprised it's, it's this close. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rick Patino's bunch down two to Manhattan with two minutes left. They battled back. They were down like 10 or 12 earlier. Patino this morning tweets that he's not going to take the Maryland job. I thought it was a funny tweet because he threw Gary Williams name in there saying, hopefully they'll find uh, Gary Williams college. It was almost like it was a subtle fuck you. I thought, what'd you think about adding Gary Williams into that tweet? I didn't see the tweet. So was he paying respect to Gary Williams? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. In a good way. Like I I thought he was saying like, he was like, I am not taking the Maryland job. They're a fine institution. And one day they'll, they'll, uh, they'll get to Gary Williams, you know, uh, where Gary Williams had him something to that effect. And I thought it was kind of like one of these things of like, Hey, you should have kept Gary Williams. It's kind of seemed like that. I'm not sure. Damn. Well, Hey, I mean, they freaking should have. I mean, and Gary Williams is a coach's coach. He is very well respected. And look, you know, for a stretch there, when UNC was down Duke's main rival was Maryland for about five years or so. Those were the Gary Williams glory days and they had tough teams. And personally, I did not like Gary Williams. I even as a teenager went to his basketball camp. He seemed like a dick, (laughs) but you know what, in order to be a good coach, sometimes you have to be a dick and he was a great coach. And I respected the hell out of him as a coach and those Maryland teams. Uh, And yeah, ever since he's left, they have not been able to fill his shoes. So I thought the Patino hire made a lot of sense, even with his, you know, advanced age. So it'll be interesting to to, uh, see where they turn next. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Michigan state's down 13 to Ohio state, Nick, Michigan state. Are they a team that could lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament? Of course. We mentioned that last week. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, they're definitely a team. Any team that struggles offensively that goes through long droughts where they don't know who to get the ball to to get a bucket is, you know, susceptible to being beat by a higher seed. Michigan State is squarely on my radar for a potential first round upset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my lock of Boston minus seven cash as they beat Loyola by 12. Also, Indiana State beating, or I'm sorry, Illinois State beating Indiana State by two with uh, about 30 seconds left. Northern Kentucky waxed Detroit. My lock of American plus 12 and a half. They're only down four with 30 seconds left against Navy. I know it could go to overtime, but I'm just going to count that as a dub. IPFW is up eight with a minute and 40 seconds left. I don't know that the fans want to hear all this shit. Let's let's hop into uh, tomorrow's action, Nick. Let's do it. Um. We got uh, 9 a.m. North Carolina A and T in Longwood. Could 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 Terrell Furman's <laughs> bunch. You know they beat Longwood by eight. Yeah. Last time they played. This is one that uh, now I don't have. They have not put the line out because obviously this is one of those ones where I got the, a line, buddy. Oh, you do. What do you have? Long Longwood minus seven on tally site. I'm gonna take A and T. I agree. I was on Radford. I admit, you know, I saw that line, that Radford uh, AT line. Radford's been like semi quietly hot of late. And uh, look, AT took care of business. And, you know, Longwood is the number one seed by a landslide in this conference. 
and they've been very good in close games, but in general, they don't blow people out. And I think, I think A&T has the advantage of already playing a game, you know, so they've knocked off that rust. Um, they've, you know, there's, there's no more pressure on them. The pressure is squarely on Longwood. Give me the points here, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all over it. Uh, uh, we got another one tournament game in the big South Charleston Southern who just five wins before a big South tournament play happened. And they had the first what buzzer beater in uh, in March Madness, as the Buccaneers upset UNC Asheville as twelve and a half point dogs, Nick, the Buccaneers <laughs> live on. They had only won they, one game in their like previous fifteen. Doesn't matter. Brand new say, season. Yeah, they've been so bad this year. Six and twenty four overall. One and fifteen in the Big South. Do you uh, have a line on a this? Line, I do. It's, it's it's actually it's the same line. Upstate minus seven. See, this one's interesting because first off, I'm surprised that the line's that small, but also they played upstate close on February 19th. I think I'm going to go upstate here. I think, look, Charleston Southern, you guys got up for a game. You surprised an opponent. You won. Congrats. I don't see you doing it two games in a row. Give me the Spartans of South Carolina upstate. Yeah, they've been, I took them uh, to win to as a sleeper to win the big South. So let's go. Let's go Spartans. Um, this is an awesome game at noon 30. Hopefully your work slate's not that bad because Bradley Loyola, Chicago. I thought this was a terrible draw for look Loyola. It still might be the best team in the Missouri Valley, but I think this is a terrible draw for them as, as uh, by the way, brutal UIC just hits back to back threes to make this a game again. Mm. Um, but Loyola, they lost to Bradley the last time they played him. And the time before that, when it was in Loyola, Bradley took them to overtime. This is right. one. They're not that far apart from one another. Uh, these two schools, uh, both, uh, if anything, Bradley's had the better record over the past 10 games, Nick. What? And right now, Loyola Chicago is listed as the first team out as an at large in C- in the NCAA tournament. So if they lose this, that's probably their season. That's why I think I'm they're going to win, but I, this line has shot up. Um, it is currently at six. I'm going to take the points, man. I am too. And, and you know, Loyola is not the same team this year. They're still good. You know, they still have a lot of the same players, minus Krautwig from a, a season ago. Uh, but you know, I don't. What what says they're six points better than Bradley? Not well, especially the, the fact that Bradley's like Bradley's like within Bradley's in there in Chicago. They're right there. Right, they they have a reason to have a chip on their shoulder. Well, and let's face it, it's not like Bradley has a chance of an at large, so it's their last game of their season potentially, also. So yeah, um, I think Loyola Chicago wins, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the points in a low scoring game here. I'm gonna take the under 130 as well, 130 and a half. I'm gonna go ahead uh, and say a, this is the best game of the day. That's a great game, man. Especially what it's 3:30 my time, so I'll be able to sit back while my work day's winding down. And watch some Arch Madness. Hell yeah! Yeah, SoCon tournament starts tomorrow. The Citadel is uh, taking on East Tennessee State. Nick, this line opened at five. It's down to four and a half. East Tennessee State's laying four and a half. Man, the SoCon bring your gasoline because this <laughs> shit, as, as my guy John Rothstein says, this you're gonna need some kerosene for the for this bra- filling out the SoCon bracket because. I'm going to take East Carolina, East Carolina. No, I'm going to take East Tennessee state here minus four and a half, but man, uh, 
I I would not be surprised if Citadel won this game outright. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers of East Tennessee State have had the better program over the last five or six years. Uh, but they split this year and both teams are just three and seven in their last ten. There's not a whole lot of separation. But you know I gotta go with my guys from Johnson City. So I don't love this play because it is if it's not fifty fifty, it's it's fifty two forty eight. But uh I'll take East Tennessee State in a close one, pull away down the stretch, maybe hit some late free throws and get the cover. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we got a big one going on in Kent, Ohio. Uh, you know, Kent State's won eleven straight games, and they might get the one seed if uh, if Toledo loses this weekend. Uh, that Kent State's hosting Buffalo. Can they make it twelve straight games? Kent State's laying two. Nick, I'm going to give you my first lock of the day. Give me the Golden Flashes minus two at home. You've been talking them up of late. They're red hot. Does that man. line, does that line smell a little bit? I mean, should they be favored by more? I mean, look, both teams are hot. Okay, you mentioned eleven in a row for Kent State, uh, but Buffalo had won nine in a row before losing to Toledo ninety-two seventy-six earlier in the week. Uh, but Buffalo did win at home sixty-four fifty-one in January. I'm going home team. You're that confident. Kent State. I, I actually think Kent State is the best team in the MAC. They swept Toledo. Yeah, I think they're the best team. I think they prove it. They get it done here. You heard it here first. Yeah. You convinced me. Lock it up. Double. Yeah, lock. there we go. The Kent State Golden Flashes. Uh. We got other games going on. Ball State's taking on Western Michigan. Ball State's laying two. You know, Western Michigan, I took them as a dog the other night against Eastern Michigan. They were like getting a decent number. So uh that they they I feel like Western Michigan's been playing better. Give me give me the Broncos in an upset at home. Nick? Ah, you think uh just because they're in Kalamazoo, they're gonna take care of business here? I have no feel on this my, game, but my- my initial lean was ball state here. Uh, and currently my computer is spinning its wheels. I'm going to go ball state here. Ball I think state West won Michigan by 11 last game. Go ahead. Ball state won by 11. The last time they played both teams are four and six in their last 10 Western Michigan though has won two in a row. Give me ball state. They're not going to win three in a row. <laughs> uh, high point survived. Survived in overtime. The Big South not disappointing at all with like what three overtime games I think to start the start the tournament. They're they're taking on Winthrop. I don't have a line on this one. So any chance though, High Point knocks off Winthrop? I don't think so. I would just say that, you know, with with Winthrop this year, there's kind of like Longwood, where they have a nice record. They're towards the top of the conference, if not you know, the, the top team in the conference, but they're not like blowing out. They're not dominant. So if I see a line, that's like eight points or so, I think I'll probably take high point to cover, especially, I mean, when you get into conference tournament play, you know, things tighten up a little bit. So uh, it, it, yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll take uh, Winthrop minus six or so anything more than that. I'll go high point. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to take high point, even if it was six. Oh, I think hold it, on, I yeah. have a line on on Tally's site. <laughs> it's Winthrop minus six and a half. Of course, it is. Give me high point. What, what do you think? I'm on high point, man. I think high point can cover that. Six and a half. G- give me that's high right point. Up, man. That's right where I was saying. I swear I didn't see that before. I was just saying that I'm going to take Winthrop to cover barely. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see there. Bowling Green. Do you see Bowling Green knocked off Ohio the other night? Bowling Green was one of the favorites. I mean, they weren't like the number one favorite in the MAC, but they were at, uh, at the top preseason. So they were a team that really disappointed this year. But you look at what they got going, beating Ohio. Can they go on the road and beat Toledo? Now, if Toledo wins this, they get the one seed in the MAC. If they lose, and Kent State wins. Kent State gets the one seed in the MAC. Huge uh, action Friday. It's wow, crazy. I'm seeing. What's that? I'm seeing a 16 and a half point spread. Yeah. And that's why I think you should take Bowling that's Green too much. Yeah. Give me the Falcons. Do we lock that? I mean, look, I know, I know Bowling Green is just what one and four in their last five. And I actually, but before the Ohio win, they had lost six in a row. Uh, the first game they lost by 13 to Toledo at home. I think it's too many points. I don't know if I'm going to lock it. I haven't seen enough of Bowling Green lately. I mean, I granted the nice win against Ohio. Sure. Can they follow that up with like two impressive performances? I mean, right off the bat, 16 and a half seems too high, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Bowling Green. I might lock it. I think it's, I think we should probably lock it, right? I'm going to reserve judgment right now until maybe, I mean, you know, these lines are just dropping here. So we're, this is the first time we're seeing them. Uh, I, I might do a little bit more research on that. Definitely taking the points. We'll see about luck. Well, here's the thing: is Toledo's twelve and one at home this year. They're only lost coming to Kent State. Uh, Toledo, if they win, they get the one seed. If they lose, they get the two seed. And was, uh, if Kent State wins, so because Kent State swept them, they do have the yeah, tiebreaker. I mean, one, one and one and two seed is not that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, it's nice to win your conference regular season, but at the end of the day, that doesn't mean too much. Um, so I don't know if they're they're completely amped up for that, you know, but they're the better team, but I, I just think it's way too many points. Yeah. Um Central Michigan's at Akron. Akron's laying 14. What are you doing here, Nick? Akron doesn't beat teams by that much. I like taking Akron as like a dog or a small favorite. I think I'm gonna take the points here. Um I think I'm gonna take the points too. What was our UIC IPFW line, by the way? Six. <laughs> We're gonna push. Unless they foul, there's four seconds left. Those are inbounding it right now. See, so it opened at it opened at six and a half. I think it came down a hair. Let me let me see. They're where gonna we got let it him at. dribble out. They're not even gonna foul. It's a push. Six point six point win. Brutal. Is that where you got it at? I'm not yeah, sure. We, I have to double check. You know, uh, so no, we both we both got it at six. Patty C kind of came on late and got it at seven. Oof, oof. It pays oof. to be the early bird sometimes. <laughs> Uh <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, I think I think I go Central Michigan there, especially with not knowing if Akron has anything to play for. Eastern Michigan, mm-hmm. Miami, Ohio. Miami, Ohio's laying eight and a half. I'm on Miami, Ohio. Eastern Michigan, they they've really faded down the stretch. Eight and a half. Once again, on the surface, that seems high. Granted, Eastern Michigan, we thought who did they hang tight with early in the year? Was it Indiana? Yeah. They but they've been trashed lately, man. Yeah, they they just lost by eleven to Western. They lost by eleven to Ball State. I'm on the fade Eastern Michigan tip. All right, 
I'll buy that. Uh, probably the probably the second or third best game. I think if you were to rate the the best games of the day, Bradley Loyola would probably get the one. Uh, this one probably the second. Richmond at St. Bonaventure. Bonnies are laying three and a half. I'm gonna lock up the Bonnies at home. Coming off that VCU loss, give me the Bonnies minus three and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, right now the Bonnies are sitting at the next four out, so they still have a chance at and at large. They seem to take care of business here, and I do like them bouncing back from that VCU loss. I mean, Richmond is still a quality opponent, so don't take them lightly. But I do agree; it's only laying three and a half. Uh, I, you know, once again, we're probably in agreement too much. Give me the Bonnies, lock it up. Boom! The St. Bonaventure Bonnies playing for their postseason lives. Uh, Western Car- SoCon tournament, Western Carolina Mercer, Nick Mercer's laying five and a half. It opened at five, five and a half. I actually went back and forth on this one. This shit is hard. I'm going to go Mercer minus five and a half. I don't like it too much. What are you doing here? Well, you shouldn't because they've lost three in a row, including a four point loss to the Catamounts at Western Carolina in a game like this. I'm going to take the points. Oh, give me, give me Western Carolina. Give me, give me Mercer to win Western <laughs> Carolina with the points and the under. I like it. Ohio is at Northern Illinois. What is happening to the Ohio Bobcats? Maybe they wake up here at Northern Illinois laying nine and a half. I'm going to take a shot on the Bobcats. I'm going to lay the nine and a half. Nick. Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and go Huskies to cover that uh, just because we don't know what's going on with Ohio right now. And they're on the road. Maybe yeah. if, if they're at home, it's a get right game. But uh, no, give me uh, Northern Illinois, the Huskies. Who they've been playing better ball the second half of the year. Give me them to cover. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Campbell survived against Presbyterian in double overtime. Uh, they're taking on Gardner Webb. This is a uh, Big South fun. I don't have a line on this. Do you have a line on this? I don't have a line on this. Yes. What Gardner you- Webb minus two and a half. I'm on the running bulldogs. Yeah, I'm on the running bulldogs. I think it's. I think it's lockworthy potential too. I've been on kind of a fade Campbell train here lately. Uh, let me see what they've done this year so far. The last time these two played, Gardner Webb won by twelve. Held they held Campbell to at just forty five points. And that so, was at Campbell. Lock yeah. it up. Give me the Bulldogs. Ooh, locking it up. You know what? I'll join you. Let's do this. Wait, let's 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 do this. Give me the running bulldogs of Gardner Webb. Shout out to Eddie Lee Wilkes. Do you hear this? We'd love to have you on the show. Uh, so I think the best games of the day. I mean, obviously all these tournament games are great because you lose, you go home. But uh, Bradley Loyola catches my eye. Buffalo Kent State catches my eye. Um, Richmond St. Bonaventure, and then this one: Southern Illinois Drake, Missouri Valley Fun. Uh, I'm seeing Drake. This line opened at three. It's moved to three and a half. I think I, I think I'm gonna lock up Drake. I don't know if you want to join me on this before I play my music. I'm gonna take Drake minus the three and a half. I was definitely on the Drake side of this when I saw a short line there. Do you think it smells at all? Little bit, little bit. I think I would have set this at five, five and a half if it was me. I mean, you have in the conference, you know, one is thirteen and five, the other just nine and nine. Overall, Drake is twenty-two and nine. Southern Illinois just sixteen and four. We're going to pull up. I mean, the great thing about the Missouri Valley is that it is a true round Robin. 
Drake and Southern. I mean, they, they, they split, just played. Right? So this is, they just played Saturday and uh, at home, Drake only won by two Oof. and on the road, Drake only won by one. Wow. I want to take the, th- I'm going to lay the three and a half. I'm not going to lock it up though. I'm locking it. They get it done here. Free throws, free throws, free throws. Give me the, bu- uh, what are they? Are they bulldogs? Drake bulldogs. Yeah, they Drake? Bulldogs. yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, running bulldogs and bulldogs back to back. Well, bulldogs. Yeah. Final game of the night on uh, Friday night, Utah state, San Jose state, Utah state's laying 13. I'm going to take the Aggies of Utah state to get it done on the road. Nick, you. Yeah, I think so. And I, th- I think Utah state like is an interesting long shot for uh, the mountain West. I, I don't have the mountain West odds right now, but obviously Utah state just 16 and 14 overall seven and 10, not the kind of year we expected. And they have a talented team. Uh, I mean, just like in the last five, they were Utah red State's hot one and four. I feel like they were red hot in like December and January or no uh, November and December. I thought like, okay, they're going to be yeah. a problem. Uh, I know they got injured yeah. there some. I know they had some injuries, they, but they did. But we we just expect a better thing. So maybe they can, you know, after this game, they can put the regular season behind them. Maybe they can show up in the MWC, and uh, maybe that'll start, t- uh, you know, tomorrow night. And I do, I'll lay the points also. Um. All right, folks. Well, before we get to Saturday, which is just the best Saturday, I think of the season. I say this every Saturday. <laughs> this is, this is better. We've gotten better. Um, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience weekend previews brought to you by WinBet. for every $25 you bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free win bet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. All right. I mean, dude, SMU was about to push. They were up seven. Cincinnati, a tip in with one second, cut it to five. So SMU is going to win, which is huge, huge for them. For their at large hopes. Let, they're not going to cover. Let's do a quick update on, on what happened here. Uh, Liberty did not cover for me. That's a lock. I got wrong. Wright state just gave it to Oakland by 12. That's a big win for Wright state. Oakland. What happened to that team? They looked like they were uh, really going to get it together. Jacksonville pushed for me against uh, central Arkansas. Uh, UIC obviously uh, IPFW was a push. Um, yeah, and those are all the games I think that just recently ended. Uh, Florida Atlantic also got one by twenty against Florida International. Manhattan beat Iona. Wow, and and Illinois did get by Penn State by five. Crazy, crazy action going on in uh, college basketball. But let's hop into Saturday. I think this is the best Saturday slate that we've had. When you consider looking at this, and we don't even know what conference games are going to happen. You know, like with tonight in the conference tournaments and tomorrow in the conference tournaments. So there's games that we're not going to realize that haven't, uh, we don't know who's playing who that will be on this lineup. So keep that in mind. These are not all the games. Um, and all of those it's picks. A, it's a fantastic slate. Yeah. All sorry, those. It's all, a fantastic slate. And it, all those picks. Son of a bitch. Let me talk. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you're <laughs> delayed over there uh, in North Carolina. Keep going. <laughs> I was saying it's a fantastic slate and it hits you right in the face with like noon Eastern time, nine Pacific time with a bunch of good games right away. If you would just give me a moment to, to speak here, don't hog the mic. All right. <laughs> now it's your turn. Uh, look, um, 
hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. <laughs> I don't know why I'm playing that there, <laughs> but uh, look, it's kind of mean spirited. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's David Spade being funny though. But uh, uh, all of our picks will be up on the SGPN app. So if there's games we're not covering, it's on the SGPN. App. If, if you're wondering about the CAA conference or the or the Summit League or the uh, AE. All of that's could being covered on the sports gambling podcast. We have that there. Also, our picks will be up on the SGPN app as well. 9 a.m. Uh, this this one is an interesting one. Alabama at LSU. LSU, Nick, are they playing themselves out of the NCAA tournament? I mean, four and six in their last ten. They're going to get in, obviously. But then you have Alabama, who's the ultimate mystery team. They beat South Carolina by 20, then they lose to AM by 20, both in Tuscaloosa. I don't know what the hell is going on here. We don't have a line on this, obviously, but what are you doing here with Bama and LSU? What do you think? Who? I guess LSU. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, these are two very these are two teams which are definitely uh, enigmas. At at one point, LSU started off the season really hot. We we're like, damn. I mean, they were you know we're saying hey, they could really advance far in March, and we knew Alabama had the talent from the get go. Uh, at at Bama, they won by three over LSU. Uh, granted, that was all the way back in like mid January here, but I think now that it is down in the Bayou, I think I'm going to go with the Bayou Tigers here. It's a huge game for them. Uh, I, 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 LSU seems to be trending in the wrong direction. Alabama is just. I thought a they weird had a team. nice outing in a loss to Arkansas they by did. one. They at did. Arkansas, you know, and, and I was on them getting five and a half. I thought that was kind of a 50 50 game. Uh, the team is a fairly young team, you know, so I think they've gotten a little bit better as the season has progressed. They faced adversity, you know, and I think they're probably a tougher team for it now coming back home here. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, if you look at Bama's last two road trips, they lost to Kentucky in a game that wasn't all that competitive and they only beat Vandy by two now going back on the road. I mean, it, you know, the, the thing that scares me is that, yeah, you, you expect them to maybe bounce back after that a and M loss by 16 at home, which is crazy, but I'm going to go LSU. No, I'm on LSU too. Virginia is in the, I mean, they, they got to win this game. They're on the road. They're at Louisville, Louisville playing with house money. The Wahoos don't just traditionally just blow teams out. Any chance Louisville pulls up the, uh, the outright uh, win. At the end of the day, I want to say UVA gets it done, you know? And yeah, I mean, they are definitely on the wrong side of the bubble right now. They need to win this and make a deep, deep run in the ACC tournament, meaning make it to the championship game and maybe have a chance. So I think uh, with their backs up against the wall, I think the Wahoos find a way to win this Uh, as far as the spread what do you got here? UVA minus three or something. I think they'll probably go further. Cause Louisville got destroyed the other night. I'm going to say like five and a half. <laughs> That's tricky, man. UVA is not as good this year and they don't blow opponents out. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, would, I, I think I'd still, I would still lay the points with five and a half. Anything more than that. I would probably take the home dog. Yeah. Any chance Villanova loses at Butler all 9 AM Hinkle field house. You know, I mean, I'm always a fan of Butler at home here, but I don't think they have what it takes to compete with Villanova. Uh, especially, I mean, Butler's lost their last four in a row. Granted, three of those were on the road. Their one home game in that stretch, an overtime loss by one point to Providence. 
proves my point. Yeah. Butler and Finkel is dangerous. I'll take Villanova to win, Butler but they're probably gonna be laying double digits. I'll yeah. probably take the points. I think I think you're right. This is all at nine a.m., folks. So God's eye will be rocking. Bama, LSU, Virginia, Louisville, Villanova, Butler, and then the game of the day at nine in the morning. Not the game of the day overall, but at nine in the morning out here on the west, noon on the east. Get, get your bloody Marys going. Yes, Arkansas at Tennessee. Whew, this was a pretty good game in in Fayetteville. Not that long ago. Now Tennessee's been fired home, and, and shout out to Vol Nation because they've really made that atmosphere fantastic there in Knoxville. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee to get revenge and beat Arkansas. Nick, look, Arkansas is on Arkansas is on a roll here. They did beat Tennessee by ten at home, but you're right, man. For, for some reason, all of a sudden, you know, and it kind of pains me to say, it, like SEC, like you guys got football, okay? You don't need to also have basketball, but. The home environments at Auburn, at Tennessee, at Alabama, Kentucky's Arkansas, always been there. Arkansas, they got yeah. some. They got yeah at Arkansas too. I mean, you got some some rowdy home court environments, and just look look at Tennessee's last two home games. They beat Auburn. They beat Kentucky. I think they beat Arkansas too. Give me the Vols. Yes, can't wait to watch. This slate is so great because this is a huge game going on now. I will say that with George Mason collapsing in the second half. I think it devalues this game some, um, but we have Davidson at Dayton. Now, here's why it's important. If VCU wins, now Dayton can't get the one seed, right? They're two games back. Had they beaten LaSalle last Saturday, they they would be. But if Dayton wins at home against Davidson, uh, so Davidson would then lose, and then VCU wins, they'd be tied for a share of the championship. Another thing is if VCU loses, Dayton can still grab because Dayton did beat VCU. Um, Dayton could eventually could have, could actually get the two seed. So there is still meaning to this game. Davidson at Dayton. And another thing is I think Davidson is still playing for an outright bid. If they, if they yeah, were to so lose. Yeah. So, so they're up by two games on Dayton. Yeah. So there's no way Dayton surpasses Davidson, but they, but Dayton could still get the two seed if VCU yes. loses. Yes. So there is value gotcha. to this okay. game. Yeah. 10, four. I mean, another thing is, yeah, no. Th- so yeah, that, that, so what do you make of this then? I, I think, I think Dayton can win at home. There, that's a, we've been to that stadium. That place gets, gets lit. What are you doing there? So, and th- this is the first time they play in the- they play this year. There's not the balanced uh, round robin schedule in the A10, so we don't have, you know, an earlier game to lean on. Dayton at home, you know, I know Davidson has won what five in a row now, you know, but yeah, over Duquesne a couple of times, over Fordham, over a fading George Mason. I think I'm going to go Flyers at home, man. I think they can pull out a close one. Here. Yes, yes. Uh, Sun Belt. Interesting game, Louisiana Lafayette. One today, remember Louisiana Lafayette was supposed to be at the top of the Sun Belt when when you know uh, preseason polls were out. There they won. They got the win, round one. Now they take on Texas State, who we like, as Texas State has just been on fire lately, as they won nine in a row. Um, does Texas State make it ten in a row? Dangerous game. These are they, the, not- the Sun Belt's dangerous. I'm not picking against them. I just told you how, you know, you know, on the pod last night, how I'm a fan of the Bobcats and they've treated me right this year. Uh, you know, they've won nine in a row. They, they uh, all senior starting five and they're the top three point shooting team and top free throw shooting team in the Sun Belt. that, 
you know, is a, is a major advantage when it comes to covering small spreads. So obviously it depends on what the line is and we don't have that yet, but Louisiana, even though they won today, they weren't necessarily impressive in doing so. So I think the Bobcats win this. I would be willing to lay how many points you think? I think it's going to be like a five or six point spread. Yeah. I'd be willing to lay that many points. I think they could win by seven or eight. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it, yeah. If it's like six and a half, I might go Louisiana. I think I'm right around that area. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, we also have uh Miami Syracuse at 10 at 10 AM Syracuse almost knocked off North Carolina and Chapel Hill. And that would have brought some life back to that program. But I think they're done now. They're being, Miami's the team to worry about here. They got the, they, they got upset, you know, by Virginia tech in a crazy game where they should have won. I still think they're in, they, they responded by beating Boston college. That was a, a lock of mine that hit they're at Syracuse. Though. This is a dangerous game for Miami. What are you doing here? Is yeah, Syracuse no, in an upset? So, I think so, man. Right now, Miami's a ten seed, so they're in, but they're not in by that much. And I think Syracuse kind of knows that the, the they have no chance of an at large anymore. You know, so now they're at home. It's a a veteran team with you know both the Bayheims and Gerard and 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 company and uh, Cole Swider. I think at home, I think they try to show out. And if you look at Syracuse this year, especially once Jesse Edwards went down, they've been beaten. They've been beaten inside. Miami has no inside presence. So I think Syracuse can lock up on the three point line, limit the guard at least somewhat. I think they can beat Miami at home. I don't expect Miami to be favored by much, maybe three or four, but uh, give me Syracuse as a money line dog here. Uh, I can, we're, th- we're seeing eye to eye too much. Um, 10 a.m. I got to mention this game. I, you know, that 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 tends to be the case. That tends to be the case before we see lines. Yeah, you know. And then if you look at our picks, obviously check the website or the app once we have lines and once we post our picks. Because right now it's kind of like just generalities, uh, and and we tend to agree when when it's just we're just talking in general. But when we when there's actual line, that's when you know we we'll go one way or the other. There you go. Uh, South Carolina's at Auburn. South Carolina, is there any chance they can knock off Auburn in the jungle? I don't think no, so. No. But no. South Carolina is a team, an interesting team, because heading into the SEC tournament, they're going to be, let's say they lose this game, they'll be 18 and 12. If they're able to win a game or two, to be 20 and 12 and to be in the top six in the SEC, that, it's surprising to me. <laughs> it's like, how is this team not in the tournament then? Well, going going against them is that they're probably going to lose this game and have a 500 record in the SEC. Yeah, and the SEC is a good conference, but it's not you know it's not a, a an outstanding, fantastic, unbelievable conference. You know, so that overall record is kind of gaudy because their out of conference schedule wasn't that great. So right, now, I don't think they have much of a chance of an at large unless they win this game and then win a couple in the uh, conference tournament. But Auburn at home, I don't think so, man. Now the question is, where's the line? Like, if you go back to twelve or thirteen, it will be. If you go back two or three weeks ago, Auburn was laying like eleven and twelve points, and I I I I locked up. I bet Auburn like two, three, four times in a row, and they covered each time. Then you saw that line start to creep up to like sixteen, seventeen, and they didn't cover a couple times at home because they still won by double digits, just not quite that high. 
So if you're telling me 12, I'm on Auburn. If you're telling me 15, I might be on the Gamecocks. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle there. I don't know. We'll see. This is a potential though. Like, like South Carolina has a, a nice little story here, but what have they done on the road? Nothing. Like they could get beat bad here. Yeah. Yeah. This could be a 20 point game. Oh, they could, they could lose by 30. Um, We'll see NC state, Florida state. I should say, could Florida state find their way back in the mix? They're 16. Now, now uh, cares. No, they can't Indiana, (laughs) Purdue along a a gigantic game for Indiana, gigantic game for Purdue. Um, What this is a rivalry game, 11 AM on the West two 2 PM on the East. This is awesome. Sign me up. Ken Mike Woodson and and the Hoosiers make it a clean sweep. Can well, they yeah, do I mean, it? If you remember, but you know, early in Bloomington, it was the first time Indiana had won in like what what was it like seven or eight tries or something? I think maybe even more than that. Yeah, it was something I, crazy. Did that game go? Did that game go into overtime? Is that right? It was definitely a close game. Uh, I, yeah, I I can't recall. I it was. I six, forget the specifics, but it was it was an awesome game. Indiana won at home. I don't. Indiana has been much better home this year. They they've been very iffy on the road. I think you got to go Boilermakers here. Uh, what do you think the line is here? Seven. Who do you go? Ah, I go Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, that means Indiana's going to need to get a look. Indiana was the last team in yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry, the second to last team in. They lost to the last team in, according to Lenardi. That's Rutgers. They gotta. They're gonna have to get some wins in the big. They're gonna have to win this or get some wins in the Big Ten tournament. So yeah, I mean, I I don't think losing to Purdue at home damages their standing, but um, it, it definitely means that they're gonna have to win a couple to feel comfortable. Yeah, in 100%. the in the Big Ten tournament, obviously. Hundred percent. TCU currently is up four with nine minutes left against Kansas. They're they're looking to sweep Kansas. By the way, they, they've played back to back games against Kansas. I locked up Kansas. I bet Kansas minus ten points. So uh, Jayhawks, can you please wake the fuck up? But hey, all of a sudden I'm starting to buy into what Jamie Dixon's got going on with the Horn Frogs. They're on the road at West Virginia. Can they avoid an upset? I guess it kind of means what. Uh, I guess we won't know <laughs> until we see what happens here. But uh, what do you what do you make in West Dude, Virginia? All I gotta say is that. All I gotta say is that if they beat Kansas two games in a row, I'm taking West Virginia at home. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because you know, I mean, the the one win against Kansas, you know, I was cutting out there. You got me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. The one win Sorry. against so Kansas. The one, the one win against Kansas, impressive. If they if they win two games in a row against Kansas, uh, that place is gonna be going crazy. And those, yeah, I think. Uh, I think they might be a little too full of themselves after that, especially after a crazy, you know, a road trip to West Virginia where they don't want to go to finish up the season and uh, against a bad West Virginia team. This has upset potential or at least home dog cover potential. So I want to, you know, see how this plays out. See if TCU can win against Kansas again. If so, I'm definitely on West Virginia to at least cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky's at Florida. This is a little rivalry game. I feel like when it comes to basketball here, Florida barely in the tournament. Now that's not going to hurt if they lose this one that much, but still, if they can beat Kentucky in the swamp, 
Can they get it done, Nick? The Florida Gators, Colin Castleton and company. Yeah, I think I recall when they were playing in Lexington, I said that you know these games are usually close, and uh, I was either speaking up the Gators highly, or I, I may have even you know locked it up and bet on it. And sure enough, they lost by twenty-one. They didn't have Castleton that game though, did they? I don't. No, they did actually. Okay. Yeah, he 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 put up eighteen and seven. He was that was his uh, third game back, I believe. I wouldn't have picked them on the road without Castleton. Okay. Um, but man, in the swamp, it is different. So I do expect this one to be closer. I guess I'm going to double down on my statement that usually these games are pretty close. And if Kentucky is a heavy favorite, give me the Gators to cover. What do you think this line will be? If it's like ten, you know, it's not going to be ten. Though. It's going to be like seven, I think. I mean, if you look at Kentucky's last two road trips, they lost to Tennessee, lost to Arkansas. So Vegas is aware of that. I don't think it's going to be ten. I think it's going to be like five or six. Yeah, this is a game where you kind of want, you know, if you look at games before the, the line drops, you kind of want them to be higher, and then you're kind of disappointed when it's not. You're like, come on, man. I, you know, I felt like I had a good dog here. If the line was higher, I yeah. feel like this is one of those games. I agree. I agree, man. We're agreeing too much. I don't like this. Maybe you'll agree with this one. Virginia tech is at Clemson, Virginia tech currently in in Joe Lenardi's last eight out huge game for the Hokies of Virginia tech. There's not many opportunities left after this it's ACC conference play. If you can grab this win and move to 20 and 11 and win a game or two in the ACC tournament, I think they can get in. They got to take care of business here though. Can they win against Clemson? And what do you think this line will be? This is a dangerous game here, especially if PJ Hall plays. Clemson has won three games in a row without PJ Hall, who is arguably their best player, uh, either him or or uh, David Collins. Uh, and within that street here, that you know they beat Wake at home by eleven. They just beat Georgia Tech at home. This is a dangerous game. Virginia tech needs it. So they should be on, you know, high alert, but I expect a close game here. Virginia tech's going to be favored. I'm just going to say, I'll take the dog and I would not be, I would not be shocked if Clemson kind of, well, shit ruins Virginia tech season here. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty wild. That'd be fun for you to talk shit to Kramer. Um, <laughs> so there's that going on. Gobble, gobble. Uh, ACC. I got to mention this game because there's stakes involved. Pitts at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is tied for the two seed right now. They beat North Carolina head to head. North Carolina plays Duke, which we'll get to in a little bit. Miami plays at Syracuse. So if Miami gets the win, they can still potentially get the two seed. Holy shit! There's a lot of stuff going on. But can Notre Dame beat Pitt in South Bend? I think they do. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Look, Pitt's done. Capel's done. Notre Dame at home. I think that's the way to go. Uh, either way, I don't think, but the difference between two and three seed is not that big of a deal. I think the difference between three and four seed is because the four, the four seed will be on Duke's side of the bracket. I think you want to be on the bottom side, be that two or three seed. So for Notre Dame, not that big of a deal, but still, I think at home, they take care of business against Pitt. Uh, Seton Hall is at Creighton. These are two teams that have been playing some good basketball lately. Uh, Seton Hall's won four in a row. Creighton, uh, even with losing Nebhard, big win at home against UConn. You know UConn. Ever since they joined the Big East, 
winless against Creighton. Creighton's five and zero against UConn. Um, you, you, Creighton's a different team in Omaha. Big game here. Both teams are are in. Um, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Creighton. Yeah, I'm on the Blue Jays. Look, uh, I know Seton Hall's won four in a row here, but look at—it's it. been Butler, DePaul, Georgetown, and at one point, Ad Xavier would be a very nice win, but lately, not so much. So uh, Creighton at home, of course, man. Give me the Blue Jays. Uh, they might be a small favorite, but by a point or two. But I think there's value in Creighton here. Yeah. VMI Wofford SoCon tournament Wofford's laying three, Nick. I got a line on this one. Oh, we got a line. We got a line Wofford minus three against VMI in Asheville, North Carolina SoCon tournament. Look, I, I, we were go covering this on the SGP show. I had to have a dog. So I rode with VMI. Do I like it? Not at all, but I, I know it's the, I know the SoCon's not going to go chalk. So I had to find a dog. No. Right. I went with VMI. This is a four or five seed matchup. They split in the regular season. Who you, what are you going here? I'm going Wofford, man. My, my thought process is, is that yeah, they split, but VMI is one and four in the last five. Meanwhile, Wofford is four and one in the last five with the only loss a one pointer at Furman. Yeah. Seems to me like we have two, two ships passing in the night. VMI is going downward. Wofford's going upward. Give me the Terriers. But here's what you're underestimating. That one win by VMI was against Chattanooga, the team in first place. Good point. <laughs> Good point. That is SoCon basketball welcome, right welcome there. SoCon. That is SoCon basketball. Um, uh, what, these are all great games, man. Uh, North Texas is at UTEP. UTEP's chippy in El Paso, man. North Texas has won 14 straight games about to be 15. Cause they're up big on UTSA. Uh, they only have one loss since November. You heard, you heard that correctly. One loss since Being November. Uh, any chance the miners pull off a little upset in El Paso? No, but I think it's a chance the miners could cover. I think if North Texas is laying like 14, like they were Thursday night, I think UTEP can cover that. Um, Dude, North Texas is, is legit. Watch out. They're going to be a 12 seed or so, and they're going to be a very dangerous 12 seed. Put and, that on your radar right now. And I got to mention this again because Maryland fans, uh, yeah, Rick Patino, they wanted Grant McCaslin. Somebody call this go. guy. Somebody call this guy. You I, know, they just took Turgeon from the from Texas too, though, right? Yeah, so they're not going to want to do that. Mm. Someone's got to. If you're Louisville, are you yeah. kidding me? Someone's got to. Uh, ECU's at Wichita State. We know. Alright, we don't really have to talk that about that game because Texas Tech is at Oklahoma State, Nick. You know what's interesting now? Uh Texas Tech. Very alive for the one seed. <laughs> Very alive for the one seed, especially if Kansas loses this game. But if you pull up the Big Twelve seeding here, um, well, they're they're one game back. So uh, what's their tiebreaker on Baylor? They split, but Baylor has to play a key game, I believe. Uh, I think they're at Iowa State, if memory serves me correct. I think you're right. Um, 
And right now, Kansas no, is, is no. It, actually, it's it's at home. It's Iowa State at Baylor. Ooh, well, Baylor was going to win that then. So Baylor's going to win the regular season I title so. then. Does Texas Tech get up Probably. to play at Oklahoma State? Yes, because they're still alive, right? Yeah, but do they get up as much as the Cowboys, who just limited to Iowa this, State and, to less than forty points of offense? <laughs> and this is their season; they can't play in a postseason. I kind of like Oklahoma State here because I think they're probably going to be getting like five or six points. I agree. Is I that agree. accurate? Do you think five or six points? Yeah, sprinkle some of the money line too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, right now, where is Texas Tech? They're a three seed right now. You, you're you've been higher on the Red Raiders than me all year. I Do think, you think they could potentially play Gonzaga in the Elite Eight with Purdue as the two seed and LSU as a six seed? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that could. That's a that's that's actually a a, a pretty weak yeah bottom half yeah. of the West. Uh, right now they have Texas Tech playing New Mexico State. Be careful for that. Tread yeah, lightly. that's true. That is true. Um, Tread lightly. See, and then they would they would play the winner of LSU Michigan. They could beat both them. They will beat both them. I'll say. Um, I, t- I I think I agree. And I don't trust Purdue as a two seed though. Me neither. Me neither. Texas Texas Tech could make the the elite eight there, where I think they'd lose to Gonzaga. I'm gonna say this. I think Texas Tech's better than Kansas. They're a better <laughs> basketball team than Kansas. Dude, if Kansas loses to TCU in back-to-back games, that shows well, a lot. And they've already lost back-to-back games because they lost to Baylor and TCU. No, so, but if they, if they lose yeah. to the same team twice in a row, which what's the score right now? Actually, Kansas just hit a three. They're up three right now. All right. So I'm still six I'm, minutes I'm not, though. Just, this is a this is a game. Six I'm minutes. I'm not entirely left. Yeah. off Kansas just yet. We'll um, see. Uh, Louisiana Tech is taking on UAB Conference USA. Fun, Nick. You're you're big on your boy Kenneth Lofton, the round mound to rebound. <laughs> All right, and uh, the CUSA has a late tournament, so there there's 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 this could be a game. This could be a little bit of a ball game here. Uh, UAB's got a two and a half game lead on North Texas, but guess what? Louisiana Tech's just one game back from UAB. Yeah, I think in Birmingham is tough. I I think you got to lean lean Blazers here as long as they're not laying more than five. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't like this. You agree too much. Um, let's switch over. Fresno State at Wyoming is Wyoming. They've lost two in a row. Fresno State plays San Diego State later tonight. Fresno playing themselves back in the mix. They've won two in a row, but it was just Air Force in New Mexico. Wyoming gets back on track. Wins in Laramie. Covers. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to do it again. I agree. I mean, Fresno has been better than expected this year. I've I've been kind of rooting for them, but they've been good against, you know, the mid tier or the bottom part of the mountain West uh, against a a top tier opponent on the road. I think you got to go Wyoming Uh, VCUs at St. Louis. Remember I said this game matters because if Dayton beats Davidson and VCU beats St. Louis, VCU gets a share of the title, and I think they might get the one seed. Um, VCU's at St. Louis, though. With that said, I'm going to take St. Louis in an upset. What are you doing? VCU has won eight in a row, and they have not played St. Louis yet. 
I'm going to go VCU. I think they're just a tougher team. And I think that toughness can travel and they'll get a road win. Finally, we disagree. Give me the Rams of VCU. There he goes. NC Nick, he look, he goes to Richmond. He goes to a Richmond game and then he changes his way to go VCU. Well, that What were we gonna say? Don't forget that, that Richmond game I went to. They played St. Louis. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it, this this Kansas TCU game is crazy. The TCU missed a layup there, but man, we're down to four minutes. Three point game still. Um, uh, Texas is that, if Kansas loses this game, Nick. And by the way, that's TCU in the post. It's a one point game now. So Kansas with the ball, four minutes left, up one. Uh, well, look, if Kansas lose this, guess who they play on, on Saturday? They play, they play the Texas Longhorns. So you could potentially be talking about four straight losses. There's no way they lose back to back home games, though. I'll t- if I, I can't form my opinion until I see the outcome of this game, but this could be a lock on Kansas against, even though I'm locking them here, uh, against, <laughs> against Texas uh, in Lawrence. Oh, right. Look, uh, look, don't, for, don't forget, like, even before these two TCU games, Kansas lost the game before that by 10 at Baylor. So they could be potentially have a three game losing streak going into this game. Texas is good at home on the road though. I don't know. I I still don't trust Texas. I don't trust their ability to score points. Also big 12 is like a, I mean, big 12 is playing very good defensive basketball this year. It'll be interesting to see what their record is in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Obviously lots of talent, a lot of talented teams. They could, you know, a lot of teams that could go far, but scoring matters. Scoring is important. Good guard play, good three point shooting, good free throw shooting is important. Come tournament time. And I'm a little questionable on Texas. I was getting into it today with some fans that were saying the big 10 is better than the big 12. We'll see. I can't wait for the postseason. Dude, the big 10 should not say anything after their performance in at the NCAA tournament last year. Okay. They should just bite their tongue and see what happens this year. Cause right now, they have no ground to stand on. Yeah, I completely agree. We got a big one here. Oklahoma's at Kansas State now. His, uh, over the past few years, Oklahoma's had a tough time in Manhattan. Um, they won by two in Norman on New Year's. Kansas State still very much alive. Kansas State got I thought got robbed down the stretch in that uh, Texas Tech game in the final. I thought both those calls that gave Texas Tech the win very questionable. Very, but Texas, uh, Kansas State's still alive. They win this game, and then you win a game or two in the. They're they're pretty much like where Virginia is right now. If Kansas State can win in Manhattan against Oklahoma, and I'm going to take K State to beat Oklahoma in Manhattan, Nick, what are you doing here? You know the funny thing about this is that last week, uh, Lenardi had Oklahoma as I think first four out, if not next four out. If you recall, I went on a little bit of a rant with Oklahoma's recent performance. And they've won since. <laughs> yeah, and now, but but they're not even on the bubble anymore, according to Lenardi. So they're not in the field, nor are they in the bubble. So I think maybe he recalibrated. Maybe he listened to our podcast and said, "You know what? NC Nick has a point. <laughs> I should not have them up as high." Because what's funny is that I mean, if I don't understand it, if he had them in that position last week, and all Oklahoma did in, within since we've last recorded a podcast is that they beat Oklahoma state and WVU at home. Granted, those aren't great wins, but that should not hurt your profile. So why did Oklahoma go down according to Lenardi? 
Now I'm not arguing because I don't think they should have been there last week anyway. Yeah. But it's been an interesting to follow his thought process, I suppose, because right now they are not listed anywhere, but they were last week and all they did was win two games this week. I don't know. Um, anyway, going back to this game, Kansas state, they were once on the bubble. They are not anymore. They will not be in the NCAA tournament. They've lost four games in a row, but still man going into Manhattan's tough. They can still Watch make the tournament, Sooners. man. They're in the same boat as Virginia, and like Dude, their overall record is fourteen and fifteen. I understand. There is that. no way in hell they get an at-large bid with a, a fifteen and fifteen record if they win this game. Dude, I just saw them before the Texas Tech game as first eight out. They lost the According Texas Tech game. I was either Lenardi or the other guy that does the bracketology. Must have been Paul. Yeah. Um. So that means they're somewhat got to be a lever. They're probably in the same boat as Virginia. Yeah, I, I guess you're probably right. I just, I just have a hard problem. Like, look, I know the big 12 is, you know, like we said the same thing last week, there's no easy games. It's a grind night in night out, but there's no way you can have a team that finished the season 15 and 15 yeah. in the NCAA tournament. Okay. No way. What if they what if, what if they win three games in the big, in the big 12 and they're 18, 18 and 16 end of the end of the season. Well, I don't know. They need to win it all. I think I, that's my opinion. You know, <laughs> it's not worth much, uh, <laughs> but that's my opinion. You can't win. Uh, Oregon is playing Washington tonight. I locked up the ducks. I don't know if you did minus four in Seattle. Uh, I think they're going to win that game, but they got to avoid the, uh, the, the, the trip to Pullman Oregon solely on the bubble. If they win tonight against Washington and then on Saturday at 1 PM on the West 4 PM on the East, they're in Pullman, which is a sneaky road trip game. Ducks do the ducks fly through uh, the state of Washington. I Yeah. Be careful, man. Yeah. It, granted it, the first, the second of the, that back-to-back road trip that, you know, Washington swing. Uh, so it's a, it's a tricky game because the Cougars in Pullman are tough. Especially if Oregon's laying a decent amount of points. I mean, I, they were only laying four at Washington, so it can't be that much more. I mean, Washington State is better than Washington, right? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Oregon, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Oregon went through Arizona, swept that, right? Because they didn't they beat Arizona? No, they ex, uh, they actually lost uh, by I think two points in Tucson. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. They, they beat yeah. they swept UCLA and they split with USC. Um, That's right. USC hit a buzzer, like pretty much a buzzer beater to beat them in, in Eugene last week. Um, by the way, Kansas opens up their lead to six, three and a half minutes left. Stanford is up nine on Arizona right now. Two minutes left Dude, in the first half. All of a sudden Arizona. I mean, look, losing at Colorado is, is not that big of a deal. It's conference play on the road. Shit happens, but how they lost. Yeah. Is is concerning, but especially. They, but they whooped the USC. Again. They whooped USC uh, the other night by twenty in yeah, LA. Yeah. Dude, come March, uh, you can't have like big swings like. Yeah, you, know, you gotta be you gotta be a, con- a consistent team, and that effort's gotta be consistent night in night out. I agree. I agree. Uh, De- DePaul. Speaking of a team that just whooped Marquette by what, like twenty five? DePaul's at UConn. Any chance UConn uh, loses to to the Blue Demons? Well, I, one thing in, in question mark is what does, you know, these two teams have to play for, uh, 
DePaul obviously, you know, they're playing the route or the uh, position of spoiler now. So there, I think there's a chance. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got on the slate here? Northern Colorado, Montana State's one to watch in the Big Sky. Carolina at Duke. We're finally here. Oh, do 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 they play this Saturday? They do play this Saturday. Is it a a big occurrence for some reason that I'm I'm not aware of? uh, Yes, Coach K is is apparently he's he's what he said senior. He he made a joke today about being a senior night for him. Um, uh, we're gonna see uh, Duke. What what this line is gonna be huge, right? It's gonna be at least ten, probably. Right? I mean, they won the first game by twenty. I'm taking Duke, dude. It's not they're not gonna lose. Yeah, this is this is a tough one because you know they always say this is a rivalry that always produces, and it's so rare to have both games be like totally lopsided. Now Duke just went on the road and waxed Syracuse and um, Pitt. Granted, look, that's, that's not that great, but just like two conference road wins in a, and they looked like they were firing on all cylinders. You know, look, I'm not going to pick against coach. I'm taking Duke minus the 10 or whatever the hell it is. What do you think it's gonna be? You think it's gonna be fourteen? No, give me give me eleven. Yeah, and I'm taking uh, I'm taking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I think there's it's a, it's a it's a funny game, and I don't re- I don't recall ever trying to handicap a game like this because the team has pressure. You know, and Coach K is gonna try to to down. He's gonna try like like it's not about me. It's about the team. They feel that they have pressure to win this game. Right. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So, I don't ever recall trying to handicap a game with you have the winningest coach of all time in his last home game against a bitter rival. That's probably the best rivalry in all the sports. So yeah, yeah, throw that in there too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Duke wins. I don't know, man. Is is it going to be closer than expected? I don't see like a total blowout like last time. Look, North Carolina is a proud program as well. And, and they have a, their team this year, they're still 22 and eight and 14 and five. I know people are throwing Hubert Davis under the bus and granted they have no good wins, no top echelon or top tier one tier one wins. They're still a pretty good team. And I still think they have some pride and, and I think that's why they're going to come out firing here. But as who I'm, I'm, I'm not picking against Duke and coach K in his last game. I'm not okay, either. So I'm not either. I'm taking Duke. Iowa State's at Baylor. We kind of touched on this earlier. Any what, what would be if if Iowa State's getting 11? Are you taking it? That's tough. <laughs> you know, potentially. <laughs> uh, Baylor's won four in a row now. Baylor's going to well, they're going to get the one seed, right? Including wins over Kansas and Texas. You know, so so Baylor is they're right where they want to be entering March, entering their first game into March. Uh as far as the first game with Iowa State, they won that in Ames by five all the way back on January first. I'm not sure if that even is worth noting at this point. I think it's I I still think it could be a close game. What was your line? Eleven. Give me the points. Give me Iowa State the points. 
I think I might go Baylor. I think I might go Baylor. Arkansas State's playing Georgia State. That's a Sun Belt game. We saw Arkansas State, the Red Wolves, get the win today. I know we talked Georgia State value. Any chance the Red Wolves knock off uh, the the Panthers? I'm pretty high on Georgia State right here. I think they win. I think they advance. Might and be I'd a be lock to, for you. Yeah, it could be if if it's like a five or six point spread. Um. Uh, Georgetown's at Xavier. Xavier is a team that I I can't believe that they there's a chance that this team could find themselves on the outside of the bubble. I thought I thought they were like an elite eight team. If you ask me, like January first, I thought oh they could go to the elite eight. They're really good. Georgetown's winless in the big tw- in, the, in the Big East. They is they, this is a must win game for Xavier. Well, not a whole lot of teams can go on uh, a five game losing streak and make the NCAA tournament. And that's exactly what they've done. They got swept by St. John's, lost to UConn, lost to Seton Hall, lost in three overtimes to Providence. I still feel like Xavier's a decent team. Uh, the first game against Georgetown got canceled due to COVID, so this is the first time they played this year. What do you think? I, I mean, if they have any chance, they if they lose to Georgetown, they should not make the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Unless but Georgetown's been a little chippy lately. Unless they win some games in the Big East tournament, I don't know. But yeah, this is a sneaky game for them. I don't know what to think of this team anymore. I really don't. So I don't know. I'll I'll take Georgetown on the points. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think so. I think so. We got another one in the Big Sky that's pretty big. Southern Utah at Weber State going on. Uh, that's a good game. Boise State at Colorado State. One of the games of the day. Um, you look at uh, the good old Mountain West. And uh, this is one that, that will be interesting because Boise state has a two game lead. Ah, they've locked it up now. For some reason I thought it was a one game lead. Um, so I expect Colorado state. Well, actually I guess you're playing for, for seating in the NCAA tournament, Both you know, both these teams are, are in, I think at, at large. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think the mountain West is going to get four teams in. I think Boise, Colorado state, San Diego state, and Wyoming will be in the NCAA it's tournament. A, it's a, it's a big statement for them. Yeah, it is. That's a huge statement. It is. It really is. Um, and, and watch Boise out for UNLV in, too. Yeah, yeah. But Boise State lost in overtime at home to Colorado State. Maybe a little revenge factor here. I'm on the Broncos. Uh, UNC Greensboro, Samford, Nick, SoCon tournament. I got a line on this. Samford minus one. This game's tough. I, <laughs> I think I'm on UNCG all day. I, I told you guys yesterday they were getting what plus fifteen hundred to win that 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 tournament here. Uh-huh. UNCG's got the top defensive team in the conference, the best rebounding margin team. I think they take care of business. I'm taking Samford. And by the way, Kansas up three, thirty-four seconds left. The march is amazing. Uh St. John's is at Marquette, Nick. Did we flush the toilet on St. John's a little too early? Uh, I don't think so. Do we, I'm saying if they get this win, that'll be uh, two nice wins to close the season in the biggest tournament. Could they be this year's Georgetown? Look, they definitely have enough talent to win the Big East tournament. I don't think there's any team that is head and shoulders above anybody else. There's like, I mean, if you want to, to compare it to the West coast conference, there's no Gonzaga. Okay. Granted, I guess Providence is the winner, but Providence can be beaten and Villanova can be beaten too. But just cause St. John's beat Xavier by 15 doesn't mean they're, you know, all is well and they should be in the NCAAs. So let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. 
Marquette is also at home a very tough place to win. I'll probably take the Golden Eagles here, and that'll probably you know erase any chances the Red Storm have. Short of winning the biggest tournament, yes, of course. Uh, this Saturday is fantastic. Utah Valley, New Mexico State, another great one in Las Cruces. Colorado at Utah. Nick, the Buffs are not out of this thing yet. With that win over Arizona, the, the, I I, I want to say, well, look, they're nineteen and ten. If they can go into Salt Lake City, they'll end the regular season twenty and ten. If they were to pull off an upset against a, just a decent team, I think if they were to beat Oregon, UCLA, USC, or Arizona in the Pac-12 tournament, I think they could get in. Look, I don't see them on Lenardi's list right here, but not too many bubble teams are getting a win the caliber of Arizona this late in the season, and they're they are six and one in the last seven. So, uh, granted, in that stretch. The only the only would have note was against Arizona. They beat Oregon State twice, Utah, Cal, and Stanford. That's nothing great there. But their record looks pretty good. The only problem is the Pac-12 isn't really carrying much weight this season. But they're they're 19 and 10 overall. Look, win this game. You know, obviously you have to win this game. If yeah. you lose it, you're done. But uh, win this game, get in the tournament, and beat. I mean. I I think they're I I know I thought I saw something having them can, like if they can win this game, win a couple in the tournament, and you know what, maybe you got a chance. Yes, let's go Buffs, man on a Buffalo. Okay, USC at UCLA Saturday night, the rematch. I'm all over UCLA to get revenge. You? Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. I think I think they're healthy now. Has as has any team has so many like minor. Injuries, <laughs> injuries, and UCLA this year. Jeez, it's a good point. I can't. It's, it's kind of it's kind of hard to keep track of their nagging injuries because it seems like you know almost every player has been you know saddled with something at some point. Uh, I agree. At home, revenge. UCLA. Uh, any chance San Diego State gets upset in Reno, Nevada against the Wolfpack? Because they they need to avoid that. <laughs> they need to yeah. avoid that because they're they're in, but they're not that far in. Right. <laughs> I mean, Reno's a a tough place to play, and you have to go San Diego State here, you know. But they they also play a brand of basketball where, if the other team is like hot from deep, it's there's potential there. But I'm on the Aztecs. All right, well, let's get that's Saturday, and that's not including all the games we're going to see on Saturday. Get ready, buckle up, folks. All right, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Stable Tool. Where you know this is a, Stable Tool is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as twenty five grand with one entry. Head over to StableTool.com to get started today. And remember, Saturday morning, Sean stacking the money green. Ryan real money Kramer and our guy Malcolm who covers horse racing will be live 8 30 a.m. on the West 11 30 a.m. on the East doing some stable dual action, wow. some horse racing stuff. Yeah. So uh, check that out. I'll be in studio doing college basketball at that very same time. So check us out and uh, look TCU down three with the ball. Nine seconds left. Nick, here we go. Is, is Kansas smart enough to foul? Wait, TCU goes for the two, huh? And they miss. Wow, with nine seconds. <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, okay, uh, Sunday's action. Well, first off, also, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Go get that app. We've already done a bro- pretty much a commercial with that uh, on this episode. Sunday's action. Penn State at Rutgers. You know how Rutgers could really fuck themselves this year? <laughs> Is if they lose at home where they've been fantastic to Penn State. 
You got to think they take care of business at home against Penn State. Look, Penn State's good at home too. On the road, not so much. You got to go Scarlet Knight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Houston is at Memphis. I'm gonna call for an upset special. I think Memphis does completes the season sweep on Houston, and Memphis gets in the NCAA tournament with this win. What do you think of that? I could buy that. I mean, I think at, at this point it means more. I think Houston's got the Americans sewn up. It, it, yeah, Memphis at home. At one point in the year, they had an awful ATS record on the road. At home, they're much better, almost like Rutgers. I could buy into that theory. Uh, after that, we got Michigan at Ohio State. What the hell's going on with Ohio State before today? I don't know, but today they answered the call and they beat Michigan State. I I can't get a gauge on on, on Ohio State. I, I I actually hate them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, the first matchup. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think Ohio State won in Michigan. Is that right? Yes. Let me pull that up. Yes, they did. They did, but that was a sweep. Can they sweep the Wolverines? That would be a nice th- th- Phil Martelli though. We'll, we'll see what, what, what I think right now, right now, this very second uh, Michigan is, is playing Iowa and I was up 17. Damn. At wow. halftime at Michigan too. Damn. That's a tough loss there. Um, we'll I see. might like them to bounce back against the Buckeyes. If that happens. Wow. Yeah. Um, then we also have Nebraska at Wisconsin. I, I wouldn't mention this for the, except for the fact that Nebraska's won two in a row. They were, they were horrible. All of a sudden they, they beat Penn state by like 30 at Penn state. Then they go to Columbus and beat Ohio state. Is there any way Nebraska beats Wisconsin? <laughs> Dude, that's two crazy road games. And you know, I mean, Wisconsin, they're Similar, you know, where, yeah, it's possible, you know, and, and so hold on, let's look at the big 10 stands. Cause right now, Wisconsin's in the lead. If they win this, do they win it? I thought they already won the big 10 when they beat Purdue. Cause they, they swept it Purdue. up already. They swept Purdue. So they own the tiebreaker and they're up a game and a half. Okay. So you know what? I think there is a chance because, because this game is pretty much meaningless to the Badgers right now, except for if they want to potentially get like what a two seed. Yeah. Yeah. Proceeding. And uh, right now, if you look at bracketology, you know, I feel like I've been hating on Wisconsin all year and I don't mean to do that because I respect the hell out of the program, but a two seed <laughs> talk about a live 15 seed. Dude. So dude, right now in uh, their three seed and they're playing Texas state first round. Mm. Ooh, mm. Mm. That would be a dangerous game. It dangerous is. game. Uh, two lanes at SMU. SMU needs to avoid the uh, the upset by the Green Wave to get in, I think, or to continue to to make their case to get in. Maryland is at Michigan State. I, I mentioned this before when we talked Big Ten. Watch out for Maryland. Still, Maryland's still good enough to get this. Look, you look at what they've done lately. Maryland. Maryland is playing better basketball. They're talented. All right, they're talented. I know they're just four and six in their last ten, but they've won two in a row. Can they pull a Georgetown? They the could. They could. I mean, they just beat Ohio State by fifteen. Uh, Dude, they beat. If, if that happens, they have to keep Danny Manning as head coach, right? Right. You would think. You would think. Um, obviously, we have all these conference games going on uh, happening on Sunday as well. Uh, Iowa at Illinois. Do the Hawkeyes win at Michigan and at Illinois both on the road to close the season? I do. Maybe I underappreciate Iowa because they've been playing really good ball of late. And like I mentioned earlier, 
the fighting line. I have not overly impressed me so much. I mean, Iowa is if they beat Michigan, that's five wins in a row. Uh, that's including, including potentially double digit road wins at Michigan and at Ohio state and a home win against Michigan state and Nebraska. I always kind of came out of nowhere here. Watch out for them in the big 10 tournament because they're playing really good ball right now. Nothing is over. Nothing. Oh, you just don't turn it off, Nick. Well, we got to turn it off here because we just previewed the whole weekend minus the actual conference tournament games. We're going to get, this is the best weekend of college basketball so far this year. I'm saying it again. I sound like a broken record. Uh, Guys, all of our locks are all of our picks will be on, uh, on the SGPN app. So go get that stuff. This should be a fantastic weekend live. I'll be uh, talking college basketball Saturday morning, 8 AM on the West, 11 AM on the East best bets of the day. We'll have a wrap uh, post game show Saturday night, talking Duke, Carolina, talking UCLA, USC. Let's get after it. This is March. As our guy, John Rothstein says, uh, the, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for all this action. I'm going to go watch ball right now. This is the college basketball experience weekend preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. You come from a land down under.